0: You go now, they cannot follow. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I've sinned a lot. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fake Ritual, the podcast, your guide to pop culture, and the occult. I am your host, Lucas Sloppy. I am sitting here with my friend and artist and former guest of the show. Welcome back, Christina Conway. I'm back. She's back.
1: Uh, And here to talk about all of my favorite things. All your favorite things.
0: Well, uh, before we get to the topic at hand, before we get to the topic at hand, that's a little preview for everyone, pretty Ooh. phenomenal <laughs> impression of uh, today's topic. But anyways, what you been up to? How was your day?
1: Um, My day was pretty cool. It was a Saturday where I woke up and did nothing and then proceeded to do nothing and then had 10 minutes to get ready uh, to go out and meet my friend's baby in oh. a very socially distanced way.
0: Yep, that is like, that is a pandemic Saturday right there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, I love baby toys is what I learned. Oh, like, I don't know how much like people our age play with baby toys anymore. Uh, (laughs) uh,
0: I don't know. That is that is the million dollar question.
1: Uh, Maybe it's only uh, more of a fetish or lifestyle choice. But I did get to see some really good baby toys like a piggy bank and a little water park and one of those old Jeeps. Do you remember they, they're like uh, oh, motorized? Geez. Oh, that they're kids like drive power around. wheels. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Have you seen? There's a Karen video going around of like some woman ye- yelling at. I think it's two. It's like a white woman yelling at another white woman. So it's like okay, okay, kind of like a classic Karen right mm-hmm. there. You know, like no, uh, no harm, no foul. Uh, white on white Karenism.
1: Okay, good. Uh, That's the best guy. But
0: she's just yelling at the other mother for letting her kid drive without a license. <laughs> They're using a, she's like, she doesn't have a license. Why is she out here driving? It's like, ma'am, what do you think happened to cars? Do you think they have like there's like a the clowns took over Volkswagen or something? <laughs>
1: Uh, are there kid licenses somewhere out there that she encountered? Like, did some kid lie to her at one time and they were like, "I've got a license, lady. I can park here." <laughs> That's
0: probably what it is. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh well, I didn't know.
1: You got me. You got my Karen knowledge book.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, well, what a great way to start the show talking about Karens. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, yeah. What have you been watching? Anything good lately? watching, playing, reading?
1: Well, I think last time I mentioned that I've been watching a lot of C dramas and K dramas. Yes. So I spent this week watching A Beautiful Little Love Story. Which, again,
0: are Korean dramas, and then C would be for Chinese dramas? Yes. Which would come out of Hong Kong, I'd
1: assume? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I guess there's also taiwanese dramas okay but anyway this one right no no they're good too they're all so (laughs) good get out Uh, of here with your tea dramas it was the story of a high class french trained chef a cordon bleu chef falling in love with a night market chef who made fried chicken and
0: oh that's actually kind of beautiful
1: yeah and they fell in love because they both understood the flavors of love and passion and yeah i i can't yeah. it, i can't argue with I'm that That's speechless. just so up
0: speechless yeah. i'm yeah. speechless was there any uh you mentioned two on last episode which is episode nine i believe if fakers out there want to go check that out we get into some uh what did we talk about sailor moon and and something. there's diarrhea jokes so if you're into diarrhea jokes folks check it out episode nine but anyways you mentioned that uh, a lot of these k-dramas have supernatural elements just kind of like you know non-committal or you know kind of like low-key just sprinkled in does this one have anything and if it doesn't make one up and tell me about it
1: oh well the food actually comes to life and it turns into these little characters based upon whatever the seasoning is that you use and then you can use the food characters to fight one another or go on a date or make love, you know, so that maybe if you're shy, you Wait, don't have to. Wait, they go on a date? Yeah. And they make love? Like the, the, your,
0: the food amp, the food Pokemon?
1: Yeah. It's kind of like um, if you don't want to go in person, you can send your food person to go on a date and make love and whatnot, and then you stay safe and you could still be shy, and it's not like you ruined yourself for your future marriage.
0: Licky tongue, eat your heart out. Licky tongues of Pokemon, if you didn't know that.
1: Oh, I could never forget. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> should I? Should I ruin whether or not you can find access this actual storyline somewhere?
0: no this, this okay. show's called fake ritual for a reason so like yeah okay this whole conversation could not be real this could be two ai machines that i program talking to one another and the audience just has to hast has to deal with it <laughs> see that's it just happened 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 see maybe i'm ai machine machine error breaking error. down
1: breaking down Ugh.
0: all right well uh we're gonna take a br- break br- br- break 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 and we'll Pick be back. Break. There you see? You're breaking down too. We'll be we'll be back to talk about Nicholas Cage and The Ghost Rider. Dirt. And we're back. And guess what we're talking about? We're talking about Nicolas Cage as the Ghost Rider. Two films, 2007's Ghost Rider and 2000-something else's Streets of Vengeance. We do the research here on the show. Tell me about how much you love Nicolas Cage as the Ghost Rider. Christina Uh, Conway, my guest.
1: I absolutely adore him. I think... It's such a purely Nicolas Cage role where someone clearly said, you do you, and we're just going to film it. And he gets to live out what I'm sure is one of his childhood fantasies of being the ghost writer. And it's just infectious how much he's enjoying himself. So you, as an audience member, if you're truly connected to the Cage experience... If you're uh, in the Cage, Cage. It. Yeah. If get in, in the, the cage, cage
0: with you're... Cage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you know that... He actually picked, because his original last name is Coppola. He's a nephew of Francis Ford Coppola, famous director. Hmm. And when he changed his name, he got that from a comic book character, Luke Cage. As a, you know, as a, he was inspired by James Dean to become an actor. And then realized when he was on sets that people were kind of resentful of... You know, being a Coppola, like, oh, he has to work so hard for this. Sarcasm. Uh, So he changed his name to Cage, which I thought that was pretty cool, knowing that he was also a big Ghost Rider fan uh, and was kind of insistent on getting this role. So I learned that in the Cage Cage. And now I'm out of the Cage Cage, (laughs) and I'm ready to talk to, I'm in the Conway Cage now.
1: Yeah, the Conway cage. Ooh, I like that. Well, that's what I'd call it if we got married. Um, so <laughs> love him. Like the bird love cage. Him so much. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I yeah. Dream. Come back from
0: that joke. <laughs> Who's the pro now?
1: Lost I train a thought.
0: We're talking two thousand seven's Ghost Rider. Well, I watched it the for the first him. time. I watched it for the first time with you, and we kind of took away different experiences from that viewing. I personally, even as someone that loves Nicolas Cage, did not think the movie was very good. So what do you think of that?
1: Yeah, honestly, when you left, I really thought that our friendship was hitting um, a rough patch after forcing you to watch that movie because I, I remember you left and you wouldn't even look me in the eyes. Uh, so for a while, I really, really worried that maybe Ghost Rider wasn't a good movie, but then I reassessed and realized that you just must have seen a different movie than I did. Yeah, uh, that's it's true. A, it's an amazing movie. and
0: uh, what's, what, what's amazing about it? You tell me um, what's good about it. I'll tell you what's bad about it.
1: Well, first off, you have just the energy of Ghost Rider, which is purely Nicolas Cage, and it's just like... This skull dude who is lit on fire and just rides his motorcycle around, screaming the soul. Yeah, screams, burns the souls of people uh, that have committed some wrongdoing. But you look at all the pieces of the movie in which Nicolas Cage put his heart into. Like, Ghost Rider is eating jelly beans and watching, yes. I believe, a vintage Disney cartoon. As about well skeletons. as
0: monkeys. Monkey yes. videos. And. Listening to Karen Carpenter.
1: Yeah. And Nicolas Cage talks about how Mm -hmm. he made that choice where it was just like his Ghost Rider's life is so serious. I mean he's
0: And dangerous. He's waiting for this evil force to you know, take over at any moment.
1: Yeah, and so in his home life he would want to cover it with things that are more laid back or fun or more childish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I thought that was a very deep character point. And then you also learn that the skull of Ghost Rider is Nicolas Cage's skull. Like, how much more can you integrate yourself into a movie?
0: That is cool. Yeah, learning, just knowing him. I mean, the one I found out that Nick Cage was like into method acting and just kind of like, as he's put it, he doesn't. He doesn't like the term acting. It's not about putting things on. It's about taking things off. So it's about like getting to something that's already within you and revealing that. So to know that he, all those sort of things that people might scoff at when they see the film, like him eating the jelly beans, the Karen Carpenter, the chimpanzee videos, like he, it was on purpose. Like Mm -hmm. it actually shows at least intention, which, you know, Nick Cage also being kind of a magical woo woo, like paranormally inclined weirdo is definitely uh his bread and butter like doing things for a reason
1: yeah you even look at the way that Ghost Rider moves it actually mimics his pet snake who it mm. seems like from the description didn't even really like him so it would always turn his back on
0: there's him a snake and in like, the movie. move
1: like a snake uh, is yeah. that what you're telling me or Nick Cage's? Well, just Johnny the- blazes
0: which for the for the people who have not seen this Incredibly bad, good, great film, movie, piece of shit. Is this character's name is Johnny Blaze, which is
1: Johnny Blaze, pretty
0: cool. JB, they call him. Hey, JB.
1: How did you not think that was cool when you heard Johnny Blaze? I mean, then, I actually think, think it's accent. cool.
0: I'm come. On, it's I have to. Play, I'm playing a role here.
1: Christine, okay okay cuz when you left the my house that curve. night it didn't seem like you were acting Well I was afraid
0: it. of the pennant stare the stare mm-hmm. with which the ghost rider reveals to you and causes you to feel all the pain that you have caused others throughout your mm-hmm. entire life now what would the pennant stare turn up for you Hmm? can you reveal that on air Or will you fe- face or will you face legal action
1: yeah, I'm Illegally that.
0: downloading K-dramas, maybe? Ugh,
1: never. Never. Sometimes I have used to VPN to access Japanese television, but that's only because I'm passionate.
0: All right. You, yeah. That's fine. Well, <laughs> well uh, for the sake of time, she goes right to 2007. That gets a fake ritual stamp of disapproval but a Christina Conway stamp of approval. Am I correct?
1: Uh, C plus. Yeah, yeah, everyone just listen to me. Don't listen to what Lucas is saying because actually it's a good movie if you just go in with an open heart and that's what's most Mm, important with any Nicolas Cage performance. Fuck,
0: you got me there. Well, now it's time to talk about the movie that neither of us have seen, but we're not going to act like it. Spirit of Vengeance, which came out in two... 2011. So, four years later. uh, We watched some clips of this. It definitely has worse ratings than the first one. Uh, Seems to have kind of worse CGI as well. What's your experience with this film? Film. I call it a film.
1: (laughs) See, you're starting to like it. Maybe you like the second more, which means your taste is questionable. Maybe
0: it's a cursed film, like kind of like as the Ghost Rider embodies. Johnny Blaze, the film Ghost Rider, embodies Lucas Sloppy. Ooh, That's amazing. a free movie idea for anyone listening out. Any of you Hollywood bigwigs tuning in.
1: <laughs> I I actually in watching the clips with you really want to go back and watch this movie because it almost seems like it seems like Nicolas Cage was like, Wow, you know, I got my first passion movie out of the way. It was really important to me to play Ghost Rider. I did that. Now, I can just take it a little bit to the next yes. level. And it yeah. might fail, but it actually doesn't matter because I've already achieved my life goal That's the what, first movie.
0: That's what I love, yeah. Uh, I guess in this one, he also, there's that pennant stare that he gives people, which is just pretty much his face and somebody else's face. Very pandemic no-no. But the, these films are obviously pre-pandemic, even though none of us can really remember the time before the fall. Nevertheless... Uh, I guess he donned uh, actual skull makeup in order to embody the totem of the Spirit of Vengeance. So there is a clip out there that I tried to find but could not. So any listeners, please give it to us of him just screaming in the face of another actor in skull makeup while the dude is acting the shit out of the scene and screaming for bloody murder. Now, uh, can I get a hell yeah?
1: Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> and also, uh, in an interview I saw, he kept some of his ancient Egyptian totems sewn inside his jacket in order to, because as he put it, whether or not they actually work, believing they work, can tap you into their power, which, and I kind of do believe with i think my man's a chaos magician in many ways yeah. belief is a tool
1: yeah he's someone who understands that i think uh if he would ever come on the podcast you should yeah. absolutely say yes
0: yeah i absolutely should that's that's sound advice <laughs> i probably <laughs> would have said no otherwise well anyways said, since
1: fuck you i hated your yeah. movie no Even i didn't my friend loved it
0: cut that cut that out i uh, i I love I love Ghost Rider. Well, I feel, I feel, I feel less warm than his fire piss is in the fire pissing scene of Spirit of Vengeance. Yes, there is a scene where Ghost Rider pisses fire, and I feel I that's pretty much how I feel about the uh, yeah. I feel like a fiery piss.
1: How is that not a meme yet? Psh, it hey.
0: is now starting here you heard it here but anyways in order to fully get the picture of what spirit of vengeance all about i have here my letterboxed app pulled up on my phone which is a movie social media please find me i'm on there as rufus gloppy r-u-f-u-s-g-l-o-p-p-y it's very fun to share uh movies you've been watching and stuff and you can see what what great films i'm watching uh, but anyways i'm gonna just try to find some funny reviews here. Read some funny reviews let's see what people think of two thousand elevens goes right spirit of Ven- spirit of vengeance oh oh hmm Edgar gave it one and a half stars and said, I should probably stop doing this to myself uh... here's
1: my question uh does Edgar wear glasses and did Edgar have those glasses on? Uh, You know, because that could affect whether or not you capture the special effects in the movie, like the bubbling jacket, which really take it to the next level.
0: Edgar doesn't have an actual picture of himself. Mm. Uh, These reviews are annoyingly long. Everybody has a long... The Terminator 2 of movies? What? No. (laughs) No. Uh uh Wow, these are long reviews. Vulgar autourism. Okay, geez, somebody says holy fucking shit. Cosmix with two X's gave it half stars. Says this was hot trash. Nicholas, half star. Maybe Nicholas Cage said I didn't like it the first time around. Now I fucking hate it. Jeez, uh,
1: you know that one might have been necklace. This cake. is so
0: much negativity. I mean, I am all for shitting on a movie, but at least have some fun with it. Kyler gave it four stars, and he said, "We did not, and still do not deserve this movie." Kyler Ooh. gets it. That could mean two things. Brandon, no, oh, no, fuck Brandon. Says something about five finger death pun. death punch. Shut up. A film with a badass comic book character, Nicolas Cage, and the duo who made the Crank films. What could possibly go wrong? Absolutely everything. (laughs) Uh,
1: Do you think sometimes we watch movies with too much of an expectation for them to be good? Like, Have we been so spoiled by so many good movies?
0: I actually agree with that. Uh... Bonafide gothic masterpiece, a must-see for Nick Cage pissing flamethrowers. <laughs> that is true. That is true.
1: I, I would love to print off a picture of the pissing fire and put it somewhere in my house. I can make us shirts.
0: You could. Or yeah. pants, shorts, jockstraps.
1: <laughs> I'll make us burning post jockstraps.
0: All right, let's see if I can find one more good one. Uh, Man, I can't believe people wrote so much about this movie.
1: Well, it says something that they had that many thoughts about the movie. Clearly, they probably finished it.
0: Somebody said, roadkill. Fuck, this, this segment is not going like I thought it would. Whoa, here we go. Aster gave it four and a half stars and said a proletariat demon in a white trash medieval fantasy. Hell yeah.
1: Hell yeah. Uh,
0: you guys wouldn't know a good movie if it was pissing fire into your cereal. See,
1: that's and how I feel.
0: That, we're going to leave it with that one. Hear it again, folks, because you don't know how we feel about movies and you may never know because coming at you with scary kelly d's four and a half star review you guys wouldn't know a good movie if it was pissing fire into your cereal burn sick burn we're gonna take a break and we'll be back to discuss the history of the fire pissing demon possessed biker known as ghost rider with christina with christina Christina conway Sorry, my Nick Cage accent is poisoning (laughs) me.
1: You're a bad man! And this thing, the writer, he feeds on me And then
0: and he's hungry. He's hungrier than he's been, yes, and that's why I'm The only thing standing between you and the writer is me, and he's just... We're back. What's your. Can you do a Nick Cage imp- Can you do. Whoa. Oh. <sighs> That's almost. Keanu Reeves. Can I do it? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. And we're back. Oh, no. And we're back talking Nick Cage and the Ghost Rider. And we're going to go. Uh, we're just going to get a little more spooky ooky here, a little more fake ritual a little more occulty paranormal supernatural and we're going to dive into the lore of mostly the first film cuz face it we didn't watch Spirit of Vengeance but let's do this in the spirit of procrastination i suppose <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so the ghost rider in the comics is you know, the the basic plot is kind of the same as in the film, that, you know, he signs his soul over to the devil uh, and actually, like, skimps on the deal and thus becomes the Ghost Rider, kind of a halfway between selling your soul and going scot-free. So in the film, we have Nick Cage. He sold his soul, and now he has to go fight baddies, but then... There's this Blackwater dude who's like the son of the big bad Mephistopheles, uh, and he is up. The plot is kind of like just—it's what? Uh, help me out here. What am I missing?
1: Ooh, I am not the person to ask. Okay. Well, anyway, so all... fight
0: fine then, fine
1: uh i was just i was just gonna say all i took away was that there were three people hunting nicholas cage who sometimes became a skull creature
0: see this these are the synopses i need okay (laughs) so more of that so okay we have we have three people hunting skull guy okay this is good and uh how does that make you feel what does that make you think about what's your take on his portrayal of the spirit of vengeance?
1: I think between the first and the second movie, there was an interesting transition transition in the character where in the first movie, he was very forlorn, tortured, like no one can love me. I'm meant to be alone forever. I'm get away from me. Ava Mendez. Yeah. Even though you're so hot, I love you, but get away from me. And then in the second movie, there's like a, What's the word? Like he's lost touch of reality to the point of humor. Yes. Uh, and has a laugh kind of like you would Sur- expect from the Joker. Surreal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's almost
1: like his mind has been just burned from being the ghostwriter for so long.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. There is a newer character in the comic called cosmic ghost rider, who is a ghostwriter from the future who has pretty much been just doing the job for so long that he is, like, has a sense of humor about it all. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of interesting that you say that. Uh, I guess that would be kind of bad, like, having to, I don't know, it would drive you crazy. You got to go around and, like, like at one point in the movie, <laughs> we're going to go deep here. At one point in the movie, okay, he, he meets up with, like, a former Ghost Rider played by Sam Elliott, you know, who's just doing his Marlboro Man shtick, and it's, you know, makes everybody's panties soaked, mine included. That's just what Sam Elliott does.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: in this, his pants are hot because he's riding a ghostly steed alongside Nicolas Cage's chopper, his hell bike, as it, as it were. Uh, and, and he's ri- They're both riding side by side through the desert and they ride past a lizard who bursts into flames and falls over dead dead lizard skeleton why did the lizard need punished that's like a philosophical question for real in this universe why would the lizard's soul be tarnished christina conway
1: well i guess it's possible that lizards are capable of wronging people in the same way that humans are
0: you think the lizard was a pedophile
1: possibly yeah, uh, lizards do go unnoticed, do lurk where they're not wanted, and often surprise you by their appearance. So <laughs> I wouldn't say they're not going. Not often.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say the lizard is not a but pedophile. Maybe
1: also, just the Ghost Rider powers have no respect for any life other than humans. Because I mean, does the horse look like it's doing okay?
0: That's what I always kind of I'm like. How old is this horse? You were you were the Ghost Rider, like centuries ago so i guess his horse i mean it's set on fire it's like a horse skeleton uh yeah i don't know i do like that aspect of the ghost rider in that uh any kind of character that has powers that are often out of their control that always seems like an interesting thought experiment Uh, It
1: makes it less fluffy than the superheroes who instantly know how to use their powers or the storylines that want perfection versus flawed person finding a reason to be better.
0: Well, interesting you say that because I found out and I saw footage of like just some test footage. Nick Cage was going to be Tim Burton's Superman. He was trying on the costume. It was like in the works, I think, after Tim Burton's Batman. So can you imagine, like, Nick Cage, him playing an anti-hero, like, demon-possessed biker, sure, but playing, like, the OG, like, all-American, you know, like, Ubermensch?
1: I think there would be a lot more screaming. At... You said Superman, right? Yes, I think there would be a lot more screaming. I don't think that Superman would able be able to have a secret identity because I think he'd probably scream when he was transforming. And I think Lois Lane would become a totally different character because there's That's no way real. that she could <laughs> act in those scenes in the way that we expect Lois Lane to while Nicolas Cage is, I am Superman!
0: I gotta say, there's in this clip, they're like in a hotel room trying on the new you know, the costumes that they got made Uh, and Tim Burton, Nicholas Cage just kind of like chit chat. And it's very amicable. Nick cage does seem like a very, I don't know, at least fun person to work with, but they have him dressed then as Clark Kent. And he kind of has on this big, like two a size, too big blazer with a collared shirt underneath, you know, and oversized pants and glasses, obviously. But then Nick cage makes a suggestion. He's like, I don't know. He's, Tim Burton's like, oh, I think it kind of looks a little off, you know, with what you had going on with Superman there. And then Nick Cage makes the suggestion of putting on a Mickey Mouse shirt instead of, like, a collared shirt. And then the rest of the video is them just laughing at at somebody (laughs) goes and gets a Mickey Mouse shirt, and it actually looks great. At one point, they point out that he looks like a convention goer. So, like, I think his Clark Kent might have been better than his superman like that's really what i'm interesting is in seeing is nick cage as the bumbling like too you know too big for his own britches clark kent
1: i would love that i would be more willing to watch that than i would any other superman movie they would ever make. has he ever played an i don't want to say a normal person but like
0: no no he ha- that's your question no he hasn't <laughs>
1: And well, I do think his his actual character. The only thing I can imagine is that he would act it in a similar way to Con Air, where he was <laughs> trying to be like the the law-abiding, thoughtful, authoritative.
0: Put the bunny, convict. Put the bunny down.
1: I just imagine that as his Clark Kent Superman.
0: They're like, I'm not holding a bunny. Clark, you need new glasses. Put the bunny down. Put the bunny down. Zod, put the bunny down. Well, I mean, Nick Cage is just a weird dude in general. So, uh, yes, and he uh, is known to be an extravagant spender. And at one point he owned. He doesn't anymore, I think because it was too fucking haunted, which you had been talking about earlier, but the La Lurie house in new orleans which would you like to explain the atrocities of the house or
1: yeah i don't know the full story of the actual owner La lori madam yes Lurie, possibly. yeah possibly uh but this it is interesting that Nicolas cage picked this specific mansion to purchase and i know he had a deep love of new orleans because he did so many films there yeah
0: first when he uh, shot uh wild at heart for david lynch so the first time he went there
1: yeah but this had to be one of the darkest purchases he could possibly make
0: yeah and
1: to own something with this history is i would love to sit down and ask him why he felt the need
0: well it's interesting to... uh i in yes because i mean suffice it to say it was a serial killer who performed experiments on her slaves.
1: Yeah. Just yeah, so the I, audience knows I what I we're talking about job,
0: here. It's alright, it's it's not uh cool. But he has been uh in interviews I saw him say he always growing up his favorite characters were Ghost Rider and the Hulk, his famous favorite superheroes were them because he said he found it interesting that like scary monsters could be good guys. So, Nick Cage is at least somebody that, like, I feel like even the character, the way, what he brings to Ghost Rider is this sort of, like, taking bad and making it good, Mm. you know? Trying to, like, maybe, like, mine dark, I don't know, like, macabre ideas for inspiration. So, I don't know, maybe he was thinking that, I mean, or he was just, like, just completely tone deaf and you know, a fucking nephew of a great director who just is also still a fucking rich boy.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, with, with Madame Lori, I guess, she was Madame Lori. Like... Hmm? I
0: just, you cut out a little bit, and it just sounded like a yinzer saying... <laughs> madam lori yeah i saw that went over that (laughs) madam lori house it's fucked up down
1: there uh (laughs) she was viewed as like an upstanding member of society so anyone that you would ask before they found out about this would be like yeah she is a good person but behind closed doors a total monster to the point of the i i don't know if i've heard of many people who are as monstrous because there are serial killers who pursue people but they're It's different serial killers who purchase people to then torture over a long period of time and murder slowly.
0: Yeah, just like it's almost like legalized, you know, it's in a way it's just kind of like we weren't really doing probably even if it had been exposed may not have like people would have been like, well, you know,
1: she owned them. But that's the crazy part, yeah. not to take us too far from Ghost Rider. She, they did at one point take the slaves away from her because they were like, mm, we have a feeling something's going on here. Not right. Too much. And then a family member was able to just buy back those same slaves. If he, like, If anyone's looking for a horror movie script, there it is. And brought them back into the house. So they thought they were getting free. Free in the terms of still being a slave, but not with her. But they were brought right back to the house.
0: Oh, cool. Great, yeah. And Nick Cage bought the house.
1: Yeah, and that's why I want to talk to him and say, I heard Nicholas th- Cage, what inspired you?
0: I heard, though, that he got rid of it because it was too fucking haunted. Because it is a evil, dark, bad place. It is not a place of rest, mm-hmm. you know? whether What you believe spirits are, we were talking earlier, whether they're residual hauntings left over from whatever you'd call the energy of, you know, past emotional events or actual spirits of people that have died in these... lived and died in these areas. Like, it's still going to be a fucked up house. And I heard that's why he now... Among the property he owns in New Orleans is a pyramid-shaped tomb that I believe he was told by a voodoo priestess to purchase in order to, like negate the the evil of the house of the LaLaurie house that he had purchased which I don't know how much truth there is to that but Nick Cage is a fucking like far out dude I mean, he... and
1: that connects to National Treasure
0: oh it goes <laughs> deep all tied
1: together National
0: Treasure I do need to watch those films there's, we'll probably get an episode maybe that'll be our maybe you'll we'll just be my Nick Cage guest
1: uh, I will that would be one of the there's biggest actually honors of... I've ever received in my my life
0: uh, salut! I hold up my my Negroni and I bump the mic again. Sorry, folks, for bumping the mic. Just beat uh, the shit
1: out of it. Thank
0: well, just goodness. to kind of finalize our, you know, our occult breakdown of Nick Cage as the Ghost Rider, uh, which we did a fantastic job at. You know, a plus, definitely a better job than they did at making either of these movies. Uh, the viewers could just see your face every time I. It cuts deep. It cuts mm-hmm. deep. But I have here a horoscope for one, Mr. Nicholas Coppola. Nicholas Coppola. Nicholas Cage Coppola.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And it is from...
1: Uh, if this horoscope said that you had to marry him tomorrow, would you do it or would you think about it?
0: I'd probably think about it, then do it. Do I get mm, both? wrong answer. Oh, no.
1: If you wait and for it, Nicolas Cage to make up, to like change his mind, he will. Marry me.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, so this is from starwhispers.com. Shout out, starwhispers.com. And this is under the title, uh, Nicholas Cage, Capricorn or not? So he's a Capricorn. Uh, his birthday is... January seventh, his birthday is january seventh, and this is a give us a little insight here and we'll take this as we will. Nicholas Cage is aware of each of his actions. When he says something, it is not without knowing, and his mind is fully concentrated on the matter at hand. A creative potential is given to him which can make him happy and enjoy his life to the utmost if he uses this potential. Nicholas Cage would make a good leader and is usually on the winning side of life. Negatively seen, he could want to be the center of attention and be an egoist. Hmm. Nicholas Cage enkindles ideas and ideals in others and nourishes the will for survival. He asserts against the external world and is excitable, active, open, warm-hearted, extrovert, dynamical, not sure that's a word, and Spontaneous. In regards to feelings, he is mostly also quite unrestrained, aggressive, and impatient and quickly loses the interest in things and situations. Nicholas Cage takes everything quite personally and is thus, on the one hand, a real companionable type, but also jealously demands the full attention.
1: I'm ready for it, Nick.
0: I think that's a pretty good read uh, on that goat. In many ways, greatest of all time, Capricorn, Nicolas I Cage.
1: Do,
0: yeah. Final thoughts on Nicolas Cage and the Ghost Rider.
1: I just think Nicolas Cage is such a brilliant talent who puts so much into every role that he does that it's almost like you can't just watch a Nicolas Cage movie. You need to look at the story beneath it because there is always a story. There's a story for Con Air. I'm sure there's a story for National Treasure. There's a story for Ghost Rider. He never. He's too wealthy at this point to pick roles just because he needs a role. There's always a story underneath. So I think we should all keep searching for those stories and truly try to understand Nicholas Cage, the fantastic person that he is.
0: Hello, Christina. Thank you for that <laughs> wonderful Wonderful th- things you said, I'm Nicholas Cage, and I gotta go. Whoa, <laughs> where did he come from? That was oh wild. My oh, oh my gosh. God, thanks, Nick, for stopping by the studio. And thank you, Christina Conway, for being on the show again. This I'm is gonna, back. maybe we'll call it, maybe we'll title this episode, Christina Conway, Spirit of Vengeance.
1: Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I love it.
0: Spirit of Podcasts. Well, uh, is there anything you'd like to promote? Is there any social media you'd like people to follow? Is there any projects or recommendations you'd like to give the fake listeners of this fake podcast? Ooh. Hurry up. I'm back. I got to tell you to hurry up. <laughs>
1: Nick, <laughs> let her
0: go. Let her oh, do gosh. her thing. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I'll, I, I... got to go.
1: I have nothing to plug at the moment. I just encourage people to continue to educate themselves uh, and make sure you're registered to vote. Also, if you're looking for a new drama, It's Okay to Not Be Okay on Netflix is excellent, also supernatural, also possibly a serial killer. So if you want that all brought together in a wonderful gothic drama, search it. uh, And yeah, that's it.
0: It's okay to not be okay. Yeah. And that's great advice just for these times.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I clicked on it.
0: Uh well, you can follow us on Fake Ritual at Facebook and Instagram and at Fake Ritual blog on Twitter. And you can please review and rate and subscribe on iTunes, even mean ones, as long as they're funny or weird. Uh and slide into my DMs if you want to be on the show or if you want to collaborate on anything, or if you think you got a better Nicolas Cage impression than me, slide into the DMs and see what's what's gonna happen to you. Whoa, Nick's back. (laughs) Uh, And thank you again, Christina, for being on the show again. You're now the longest, you have the record for the most episodes on the show, so.
1: Thank you. I plan to keep that record. Even if you don't invite me back, I'll find a way.
0: That sounds like a veiled threat. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, we have that recorded for when you inevitably get charged for the murder of Nicolas Cage. (laughs) That's our show, folks. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, Be safe and watch Ghost Rider because fuck it, nothing means anything anymore my goddamn bump the mic again bye folks i'm going to go <laughs> jump in front of a car